Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the Wombat Sports Podcast here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, wombatsports.com and gofightlive.tv. I'm Mark Steele. I'm your host. In just a few minutes, we're going to have Rona Payek on it. Um, Roma is actually going to be making her pro debut coming up in just a few weeks. Uh, we've been, uh, we've been uh, pretty good friends for the past couple of years. I've been trailing her career. Um, she uh, basically only lost once in her, in her pro career, and that was her last match, and that was a little bit of controversy um, there. But um, I think all of us were really expecting uh, Roma to do big things. So with that in mind, we have Roma on with us right now. How are you doing, Roma? Good, how are you? Good. Um, how's training going uh, in terms of this fight? Um, it's going really well. I think I took a little bit of time off of work so that I could have a little more time to train just in between law school and everything else. Yeah, now, um, you know, I think it's been a long time coming, but you did take your time a little bit to, to try to get some uh, experience under your belt. Um you know, was it what kind of you know led you to the decision to turn pro, and um, kind of what your what your preparation was to turn pro? Well, I wanted to. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm usually a very cautious person, very careful about what fights I take. I usually like to take my fights with about eight weeks notice, just because I like to feel really prepared. But I guess so. It's kind of strange for me to take a short notice fight, especially my pro debut. But I talked to my coaches, I talked to my manager, Linda, and I mean, I train every day, at least once a day anyway, so I definitely feel ready to have a pro debut, and I just feel like, you know, with school winding down, and once I'm done with school, I feel like my time's kind of running out to have the freedom in my schedule to train like I do, so I may as well jump right into it. Yeah, and um, like I said, it, it gave you a, a chance, an opportunity to try to improve your game, as it were, and kind of, uh, you know, kind of build yourself as a fighter. Um, you know, looking at where you started and where you are right now, can you tell us a little bit about that, how much you've improved in terms of your fighting? Yeah, I started my MMA career back in Montana when I was training at the Dog Pound um, over in Missoula under Matt Powers. And I was more of a striker back then. I didn't really do jiu-jitsu too much. I think it was just, it always was overwhelming for me. Uh, but when I moved to Eugene, Oregon, I really got into jiu-jitsu. In fact, I took about a year off from MMA, and all I did was gi jiu-jitsu. So right now I'm a purple belt under Ben Baxter out of performance martial arts. And I would say the grappling game is my strong suit now. I feel like the striking game when you're standing up even if you're the better striker, there's a chance that a less skilled striker can throw a lucky punch, knock you out. But on the ground, I don't think there's there's no such thing as a lucky submission. They're not. I feel much more in control of the game when I'm on the ground. So that is where I prefer to take it. Um, from, speaking of which, um, me and you have a mutual friend, uh, um, Travis. 
who used to train with you is actually now uh yes. you know training us over over um over at Capital City Mixed Martial Arts. So he meant he mentioned to me to say say hi to you by the way. Um Awesome, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um you know, um I mean it's great to be able to see that um it's great to be able to see that you've you've improved so much and it's just like uh, uh, I think you've finished most all of your opponents as well. I mean, um you know what, what does that mean to you to to be able to um to win all those fights pretty much consecutively and the way that you have and um you know as it as it as it helps you improve at all because I know you've done a lot more in losses but um has you have you always found something in 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 those wins that you need to work on um I've always found that I want to be more comfortable on my feet I've always told myself all right this fight. I'm going to work on my stand-up a little bit. I've greatly improved my stand-up. I actually feel comfortable standing up. And I always tell myself, I'm going to show off the fact that I can strike and I can exchange. But once I get in the fight, I'm like, nope, screw that. I'm going to the takedown as soon as I can. So I've always felt like, you know, I don't know. It would be nice to have at least one fight that, you know, stays standing up for more than 20 seconds. Well, I guess 30 seconds or a minute. So I think that's well, still something which, I'm trying to improve on. <laughs> well, I was going to say, speaking of which, um, you just you just trained with Andrea Lee, who uh, just won over at Invicta. Um, what did it mean to you to go out and, and, and train with her and help her prep for, for her debut at Invicta? Well, that was an awesome experience. I got to go out there, and, I mean, Andrea Lee, I think, is one of the best flyweights in women's MMA out there. I could, I think she's going to win uh, the flyweight belt at some point in Invicta. Um, I think if and when the UFC opens the 125 division, I think she is going to be, if not the champion of that division, she's going to be up there. So it was just a real treat for me to be able to spar with someone. My weight class, you know, my height, my weight, I just don't have that here at all, really. I mean, I have some girls I can spar with, but nobody who's, exactly my weight division and someone who's a better striker than me, someone who gives me some trouble on the ground. Um, I didn't feel overwhelmed, which made me feel great. Andrea was super sweet. Her and Donnie helped coach me, and uh, it was just an awesome. I spent like five days down there training. We would just train twice a day. And, yeah, it was a great time. It was great to experience, like, what kind of um, striking power you can come up against in the higher levels of women's mixed martial arts. Well, obviously, this is something that will probably be continuing throughout the years um, as you train as well to, to be able to work with Andrea. And, um, yeah, it was just absolutely beautiful to watch what she was doing in, in, in the cage. Um, you know, um, you know, props to Shannon Shin for stay, sticking in there, but, wow, the, the hit that Andrea was, was just landing on her. Yeah, her head movement's really good. She's got really good balance. Like, you never see her overcommitting to her punches. And I like, she's always counterpunching. She's slipping, she's getting an angle, and she's throwing a strike back. She's just, I think, one of the smoothest fighters on her feet. I mean, she's won multiple world championships just in Muay Thai alone. And, I mean, I think a lot of people underestimate her ground game as well. They're like, oh, Andrea, she's a striker. But let me tell you, she's really strong on the ground. So got to watch out for her there, too. 
yeah, it just it just it just you know it's it's interesting to see her career and you know I've 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 got hip to her about a year ago, um, and it was just you know it's just so interesting to see how how hard she works. I, I call her the hardest working wo- woman in, in in mixed martial arts. Um, you know as much as Rhonda does, um, all of her stuff. I think Andrea maybe works a little this that little bit more harder. Than, than Rhonda does. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, her, her striking is creative, and I absolutely agree. Her, her ground, her groundwork was actually pretty, was pretty good. I mean, they did, did showcase a little bit in that fight. Um, you know, I think she did a, I think she did a fabulous job in there, and I wasn't expecting anything less from Andrea. So, um, I was excited when she fought finds for to Invicta. There was just no, no reason, um, no disrespect I could see, but there was just no reason for her to sign there. Uh, considering the level of talent that Invicta already has, so yeah, I agree. She's going to be one of the one of the ones to look out for, and I think she made herself a star um, at that last. Yeah. So hopefully we get to see hopefully get to see you two train again um, at some point. Um, yeah, that's the plan. Of which, I, I invited her out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh gosh. Um, yeah, um, and um, I was going to mention uh, not only that you actually went up to. Uh, Charmaine tweets Jim, I think, at some point this summer to uh, train with them as well. How was that experience for you? That was also incredible. I mean, Cord uh, picked me up, took me down. to Charmaine had a whole bunch of other girls out there, some from Canada. Some of Bradshaw was out there. I missed uh, Maureen Riordan. She, I think, came like a few weeks either before or after me. But that was also an amazing experience. I think that was my one time where I was like, I could not stand with Charmaine Tweet. I tried. I didn't last very long. I think I took a few picks. I was like, wow, I'm sorry. I don't know if I can stand with you. You're just more powerful and bigger and stronger and faster than me. Um, And it was just, she had some really great coaches up there that I got to work with. So that was also a treat. I mean, it's it's a pretty incredible opportunity to, to have trained with two Invicta stars because Charmaine is absolutely incredible. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I hear a lot of people who that went into that camp and they just absolutely love it. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, I think we're, we're right in the middle of the campaign for the G4 um, coming up next year. And I think that's an experience. I think everybody's going to have that, you know, experience where they'll get to meet somebody that, um, you know, kind of wows them and they get to learn a little bit more as well. So hopefully mm-hmm. – um, Hopefully, hopefully we as many people as we get a lot of people out there for that that thing as well, and I think a lot of interest in there as well. So, a uh, quick plug for the G4. Um, if you guys go to the group, um, I'll, I'll keep you updated on on uh, what's going on with that. But, um, but yeah, I mean it, it's it's interesting to be able to travel, and I want more. I know I want more fighters to do that. They want to travel a little bit more um, to um, to talk to other and to to train with other gyms. You know. Not to say that yeah. you're, you and the know, coaching. Any, any other, it's cool to gym. see some other yeah. coaches' experience and their, like, take on angles and how to – I'm always trying to pick people's brains when I go and travel places. And I try to write stuff down and take it home and show my teammates and drill it. Yeah. I've yeah, gotten exactly. a lot out of just those two trips that I've taken. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important for, for people. I mean, sometimes, it, it you know, you get into this comfort zone and then you have to kind of uh, – um, you know, I think once you you put another another thing in the mix, um, then you know you, you you get you get a better better performance. Because sometimes people are super hyper focused on on kind of one direction, um, and um, fighting. I mean, you can think in other directions as well. So, um, 
mm-hmm. and I think it's it's improved you as a fighter too. I mean, I've seen it, um, and um, obviously this is going to help you out with this fight coming up in North Dakota. Um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I mean, it's it's you know, it's a little bit out there. I mean, I I don't I don't think uh, I think I don't think Ashley I think I don't think Ashley's a local either. I think she's traveling in for this fight. Um, you know, um, kind of. Is there any anything that certain that you're you're prepping for in terms of this fight? Um, um, in terms of getting ready to get into there, and um, you know, just uh, you know, preparing yourself for the weight cut and all that as well. I know you're doing this at 1:30. Yeah, a lot of that. I asked for that because I'm coming into finals week, um, so I prefer. I mean, at 1:30 is an easy, easy weight cut for me. I don't really have to worry about it. But I'm sure you've heard how difficult weight cuts can be, just mentally and physically. I really can't go through a tough weight cut when I'm trying to finish up law school finals and study and get all my homework done. I can train hard, but if if I have food, I can get everything done okay. So yeah, um, and I, yeah, yeah. Um, and with Ashley, I think that um, I don't think she's had much of an amateur career, maybe one or two fights, but um, she's currently two she's and had one, right now, one amateur and then two pro, two pro, yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's because North Dakota, for some odd reason, only has pro fights. Um, exactly, so, yeah. Um, like, once you fight so. there, you're automatically a pro. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think sometimes, you know, and that's something that I don't think people don't realize, that maybe sometimes when they have a 2-0 and pro record, that if you don't look at their amateur record, you know, it doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean, mean that, that she has more experience than you. I think you're actually coming in with a lot more experience. Um, I'm coming in but, with more cage I mean, time, definitely. Um, yeah. And I know that I think I looked at her record and she hadn't fought in a year. But really, I I try not to take too, put too much weight into watching video of my opponent or, you know, looking at their record. Or I mean, anyone can have a bad day. Anyone could be like, I mean, I think I'm a much better striker than any of the videos out there show. Someone goes and wa- watches some of my videos like, oh, her striking, she doesn't strike at all. She just goes straight for a takedown. Well, you know, maybe the next fight I'll come out and I'll be striking and I'll surprise you. So I really, I just try to fine-tune my game and go after, I have a game plan that I'm fine-tuning. It doesn't matter who I go up against. I'm going to use pretty much the same game plan and I'm going to try to impose my game plan onto my opponent instead of trying to think, oh, maybe my opponent's going to do this and I'm going to prepare just these few moves for this person. I don't think that's, or for me at least, that's not the way I go about training. Plus, plus fighters evolve. You know, I mean, if you see a, see a fight from a, from a fighter that, um, you know, was a year ago, you know, they're probably going to be a different fighter than they were now. You know, um, yeah. I guess a prime example of that would be Roxanne Modafferi. If you saw a video of her, you know, two years ago, she's not the same fighter that she was. She is now. She's a she is a, 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 um, a, a, you know, her striking has gone up 110% in her, uh, in her, in mm-hmm. her, uh, in her, in her thing. So, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, it's something that you can't necessarily rely on, um, especially if there's been a long period of time in terms of, um, when they last fought and when they're fighting now. So, um, exactly. I, so I, well. I mean, I haven't, yeah. <laughs> um, um, you know, I mean, and you also have, and I also want to mention that you've had a lot of experience in terms of fighting elsewhere. I mean, um, you fought in Montana, you fought in Oregon, you fought in California, you fought in Nevada. 
Um, has that helped you out too in terms of, you know, kind of giving a, a flavor of what talent across the United States has been? I think so. I mean, I actually haven't, except for my first fight ever, I've never fought in the hometown that I'm living in. I actually have not fought in Oregon. Um, I'm pretty much used to not having the home crowd behind me. And I actually prefer it that way. I kind of like coming in as the underdog. I like traveling to someone else's hometown. And I mean, I I guess I would at some point. I was going to take a fight in January that was going to be an amateur title fight, co-main event that was local. And, you know, I mean, I'm pretty much, I was pretty much done with the amateurs, but I wanted to take it just because I wanted to fight for my fan base here locally at least once before I turned pro and there aren't as many opportunities for a pro women's fighter in town or at least here in Eugene. But no, I, I enjoy traveling and seeing kind of what the talent is out there, getting a flavor of other people's games. Um, and I I don't see it as any kind of disadvantage. I'm used to traveling. Now, um, you know, I, I you know, I think it's it's interesting, like you said, in terms of, of opponents and, and giving you that, that experience, I think and that's another thing that a fighter amateur fighter should do is to um to explore other parts of the country to be able to be able to fight as well. Um, how, um, in terms of your career, I mean, um, if you had your hope, what, what, um, at what point would you like to turn, uh, to, to, to be able to go to victory? If you got maybe two or three wins under your belt, would you feel that you would be ready for that? Or is that something that you kind of have to gauge, uh, by fight by fight? Um, I would probably want to go as soon as possible. I don't, you know, so I, there's no, I don't think there's any number of fights. So if if you if you get to that point where you know um in this fight where you know, it was pretty much a domination, um you know you think that you would be ready. Yeah, I think so. Okay, interesting. <laughs> there are other fighters that say you know I want one or two fights on a red belt and to make sure I'm 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 ready and prepared. But it sounds like you're prepared at all. I know I know Roger is would be happy to say that, and um you know Roger and myself have been always uh, proponents of you signing with Invictus. So. Um, fingers crossed. Well, the thing, you, the way uh, I look at it is, a... Invictus my dream, and sometimes opportunity only knocks once. You know, if they come up to me and they say, "Hey, we want you," I'm not going to say, "You know, maybe I just want like one or two more fights." I tell myself, kind of coming into a fight, it's like, you know what? You never know what's going to happen when you step into a cage. Your fight career could end. You know, life circumstances could change. If I get an offer from Invicta, I'm taking it. And I'm going to train as hard as I can. I'm going to make sure that I'm ready. Um, I think it's my biggest fear is like, you know, I've only got about a year and a half of school left. And when I'm in school, of course, it's insanely busy. But it means I have a flexible schedule. I can get up and I can train twice a day. Because I just do my homework over the weekends. I do it late at night. But once I graduate, there's going to be a 9 to 5, 9 to 6, whatever it is, job that I get. And if I keep putting off an offer to Invicta, for example, and then I get an offer when I'm working, you know, some beginner law career, it's just going to be really hard to feel ready. Well, yeah, that's you know, what I see right now. <laughs> well, I mean, with, with Roger, with Linda, and myself all, you know, kind of pushing, I think, like I said, a win here, I think, you know, would give you a good argument for that. Um, you know, um, and I think we all have, uh, have Shannon and, and Julie's ear on that. So, um, like I said, just, um, if you could, if you do your job well, 
coming up in the next couple of weeks like we think you're going to. Um, I don't think it's going to be out of the question for you to get signed there if you really want to be signed there. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, so like I said, said just, I'm just looking forward to that as well. Um, is, there a, is there a stream going to be a stream for this fight, do you know, or um, do you know at all? I think they're working on it. I don't know if they have it yet. Okay. Well, fingers crossed, I, again, that, that that has happened because I know um, – um, a bunch of us are interested, especially some of um, some of the people over at my gym are very interested in watching you. Um, you know, Emily Green, who's who um, who's a pro fighter. That's you know, she's making yeah. her way back. Um, you know, I'm watching her. We talk know, a lot. I'm good friends her with her, back. actually. Yeah, I've been talking um, to her. You know, and... yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to get a fire under her butt too. <laughs> so, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, there's so many things that she can she can help. She can she can she can uh be offered as well. And there's several girls um there as well. I'm like, you know, um, you know, even if if it they they don't they decide not to go into MMA just to simply simply uh, you know, interact with other women that are a part of the sport and kind of get them inspired a little bit more too. I just, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm always talking to them about that, but yeah, and hopefully, uh, you know, I'm getting Emily down there for the for the G4 too, so she can she can kind of experience that as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a great it's a great time right now. I think that we're in a pretty good time. It's towards the end of the year. The next year is going to be um, really crazy. I mean, the flyweights have been doing so well this year. Um, a lot of people said that this, this is a smaller division. I don't think it is. I think there's a lot of a lot of gals that fly away, a lot of amateur fighters that fly away that are going to make their way up to the pros coming up in the next year or so. And you being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. It'll be an interesting year, to say the least. Um, and I think Invicta's going to look forward to a lot of really talented individuals like yourself to, to make it up. Um, now, uh, any um, any sponsors you have uh, coming up for this fight? Um, I think Linda's working on it. I When I uh, accepted this fight, I was absolutely overwhelmed. I was working part-time, you know, obviously in law school full-time. And then I'm still training really hard, so I just, I've been trying to just focus on training for my fight and getting my schoolwork done. For my other amateur fights, when I've had more time, for example, over the summer, I've kind of gone out and looked for some of my own sponsors, but this time, it doesn't, it's not kind of my priority. Like, what I, I'm, I'm more concerned about going in there and performing well, and if I can get a few sponsors, that would be awesome. I think Linda's got MMA Roadhog, who's going to be sponsoring me. So big thanks to him. Um, and I'm not sure yet. I should talk to her about that. But I have yeah, a lot of um, that know, always support me, and they're fantastic. Yeah, I mean, as it should be. I mean, I think a fighter should concentrate on fighting. And, and, manage, and the reason that managers are there is to take care of the sponsorship and um, and Linda has been doing such a great job. She just started this year, but her her roster of fighters um, that she has, I mean, it, and, and she's one of those people that says, you know, why in the hell does this fighter not have a sponsor? And and she's one mm-hmm. of those people that, you know, is very passionate about wanting to, to help the fighter in terms of that. So shout out to Linda as well. I mean, she's done a great job in terms of her fighters. Um, I've spawned, had it, I had my spy logo on a couple as well, so... Um, shout mm-hmm. out to Linda for doing such a great job. Um, yeah, I she mean, does, um, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's great to be able to see that as well. Um, any other shout outs you want to make real quick? Um, I want to give a shout out to my coaches, Tyrone Ingolia, Ben Baxter, Ryan Cunningham out of Performance Martial Arts. 
Um, and then, of course, Linda Kreiner for helping me find all these opportunities and keeping me sane behind the scenes. Same with Roger Mitterling. The two of them have been awesome. They just work together and help me out. Um, Dudley Robinson, MMA Roadhog. Oh, man, I don't have my whole sponsor list in front of me. I'm terribly disorganized. My boyfriend, Andrew, he's been great um, with just, again, keeping me focused on what I want to do and just helping me get all the stuff done that I can't get done when I'm super busy. All my teammates that help me every day. Um, thank you for having me on the podcast and always supporting me in my career. And, oh man, just thanks to all my other sponsors that are always giving me shout outs, sending me products and just being awesome in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, um, in a kind of a side note too, have you been out to, uh, out to see Glenna at all or, or train for Glenna at all, um, during your camp, during camp at all? I've been so busy that I haven't been out there for a while. I think she's been traveling also like promoting her movie a bit, but I will be up there yeah. next weekend and I'll see if anyone's willing to help me spar in the cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, otherwise, you know, I, mean, I mean, the movie our MMA program <laughs> yeah. has grown. Like, in performance martial arts, there are a bunch of guys that are about my size uh, that are amazing training partners. I can just call them up and say, hey, you guys want to come meet? You want to come train today? I'm going to probably do that to them in like an hour or so. There's Ciara Irvine. I'm not, do you know her? She is an amazing Muay Thai fighter, my size, um, and she's just fantastic. Her stand-up is, I have never sparred with anyone that has better stand-up. I mean, she's like an Andrea Lee when the stand-up. So I'm very lucky to have her in my hometown. So, like, on when I'm really busy and I can't drive hour 50 minutes each way to Portland, I've been just trying to make use of all the great resources I have right here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's great to hear as well. I mean, shout-out to Glenna. And if you have not watched her movie, please do so. It's a really, really good movie. Um, it's right now on Showtime, mm-hmm. uh, so definitely check that out. Um, and um, you can follow Roma um, on Twitter at Roma, P-A-W-E-L-E-K, because I want to make sure you guys get it right, because um, because uh, if I say it out loud, it's probably, probably not going to come out the way that you want to spell it. Um, <laughs> also on Facebook as well. Um, and uh, make sure, uh, like I said, make sure you check it out. Hopefully uh, we'll have uh, some more information about what the stream's going to be, so hopefully you guys can watch. Um, you know, Roma, like I said, uh, really look forward to watching this. I'm planning to be out in Oregon sometime in January, hopefully around my birthday. So hopefully I'll be able to drop by and, and say hi and, um, you know, talk you to you should. a little bit. You should. We're in Oregon. When I'm out there. I'm going to Portland. Awesome. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to rent a car. So if, if, if you can't make it out to Portland, maybe I'll make a quick road trip during, uh, during the day to Eugene and talk to you. But, um, Sweet. but yeah, um, yeah, so um, because all those girls out there want me to come out and um, roll uh, a couple of the gyms out there. Plus, you know, obviously I want to cover the scene a little bit. Um, there's just so many, so much great talent out there as well. Uh, Emily Corso, who's currently well, You should bring your gi. We've got, body. like, one of the best gi jiu-jitsu gyms. <laughs> come roll with us. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take you up on that offer. <laughs> um, yeah, I so, know you yeah, just started well, um, training in the gi not long ago. Yeah, about about seven months ago. So um, I'm working yeah. on it. 
Travis has been uh, doing That's a great awesome. job, though, of, 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 of tracking, dressing, too. So, um, yeah, I'm bringing my gi out, so I'll, I'll, I'll kind of take you up on that offer. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Like I said, best of luck to, the, to you in this fight. And, uh, um, like I said, I really look forward to it. Um, because the dominant win, I think, um, you know, Roger, Linda, and me are going to uh, uh, kind of push uh, Julie and uh, Shannon to get you signed. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure Andrea is going to be on that bandwagon, too. So, um, and, and of course, Charmaine and a bunch of, a bunch of other people that are just right behind you. So, um, oh, by the way, um, who's cornering you in this fight, by the way? Uh, my coach, Tyrone Angolia, he's been my main MMA coach for at least the past, I don't know, probably a year or so. And then Roger Mitterling's coming up and he's going to be there. Yeah. I wish, I wish I could be out there. It's way too far for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like a far drive. hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. But anyway, um, yeah. But anyway, Roma, I said it's an absolute pleasure always. And um, yeah. well, at least I'm there in spirit. At least Roger's going to be there physically. And, um, you know, best of luck to you, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. No problem, Roma. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. Goodbye. Well, hey, like everybody, you guys can check her out, like I said, on Twitter um, and also on Facebook. Um, look forward to seeing her uh, pro debut. It's something that, you know, a lot of us have been expecting a while because she's been training out here in Montana, and um, it's been an absolute great pleasure to, to see her career kind of blossom as well. Um, next week, I think we're going to have Rachel Smith on. Um, she's going to be also on that card. Um, we're going to be talking to her a little bit about her fight um, on that card as well in Newtown. I believe it is on November the 29th. Um, so uh, we'll be back next week, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Go to wombatsports.com. We just got some breaking news that I had an opportunity to post. Um, there's a change in the uh, Cage Warriors title fight coming up uh, this weekend. They're supposed to crown their first ever Bantamweight champion, but um, there was an injury. So I'll explain everything on wombatsports.com. Plus, most of the uh, weekend results are up. We're still waiting for a couple. Um, and expect Interesting female um, Muay Thai card last night. Um, we'll be uh, talking a little bit about that as well. So follow us on uh, on Twitter at Wombat Sports and Wombat Sports on Facebook, WombatSports.com. Make sure you check that out. Check out our sponsors, MMA Somnia, um, and also um, X. Um, you guys can check out the links over on WombatSports.com on the right-hand side. With that in mind, we'll see you next week, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.